Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about Dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stink. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> 95-7, the game. And we didn't even get to Wiseman. And we got to get to Wiseman. James Wiseman. Because you're going to hear everybody say, oh, he got to play. So we got to send him down to Santa Cruz. Because he can't play here. I think there's something else going on there. And I like that. And we something else going on. In our pregame video we do, uh, you actually tease that very artfully. Um, Sort of. Sort of. But there was user error uh, involved in that. But that's okay. That's okay. There's there's errors every day. We're an imperfect size, aren't we? But you're not there yet, huh? You're not there yet with Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole. I'm not there yet either. I'm not there yet. I'm not even close to there, and I don't even know if I ever will get there based on the people involved because I don't I'm not saying that if Clay comes off the bench he's going to shut down, but I do know that Clay since his rookie year has never with a capital N E V E R, he has never come off the bench. And so to me, there's a reason for that. Steph Curry came off the bench, and he I'm cool with it, whatever. I'll come off the bench. Clay Thompson had never has, even coming back from multiple injuries. Why is that? I think there's a reason for that. Well, maybe it's ego. Maybe it's comfort. Whatever it is, I think, and the way Steve Kerr was so definitive, like, no, that's not even a thing. So, I, I mean, we can have the conversation. I just don't think it's ever going to happen. Uh, I don't know if I don't think it's ever going to happen. Yeah, I guess ever is a little strong. Yeah. Uh, Forever, I'm, ever? I'm not there. You're not there. They're not there. Here's where I am. We're here. We're here. <laughs> Thank you. We're there. You and here. me. For those. Here's here's where I here's where here is. Okay. Here is. I think it's time to at least have the discussion. It's time to have a discussion about putting players in their best position to perform. If I may, Gabe Kapler, there for just a second, right? We we Thank as you. an organization. It's <laughs> always my favorite. You want to put you hear that from every coach, don't you? You want to put players in their best position to succeed. This is the 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 thing that I always laugh at when everyone's like, "Damn it, Kyle, you're so conservative. Let Jimmy cook. Hey, Jimmy can't cook. Yeah, doesn't even own an apron. Did Jimmy can't cook? So that's not putting Jimmy in his best position to succeed. So let's talk about putting the Warriors in their best position to succeed. 
We're not there yet. I don't know if we're ever going to get there, and I actually don't know the answer because we can't know the answer yet because it's only been one game, sort of. I mean, we had the other game that Clay sat, but they all sat, and so they went with a baby dubs game. We need more data, and you're right. The next time we're going to get that data is Monday because Clay Thompson... On the back end of a back-to-back, in theory, will not play. He might sit the the Houston game the day before. Maybe he'll sit the front end. If I'm if I'm running the show, that's what I do okay. because you can beat you can throw out the baby dubs and probably beat Houston, and then you save everyone fresh for New Orleans. That might be the way they play that like, two step. I mean, yeah, I'm won any road game, so I don't know about this whole like, oh, they could probably beat so and so without. I don't know if they can beat anyone with everyone. But <laughs> but whatever game he sits out, one of those two games, you're probably going to get a Jordan Poole start. If he busts 35 points again on somebody, well, uh, now there's another log on the fire. And we need to build more data um, because this is the Golden State Warriors and even Clay Thompson, even Clay Thompson cannot be above the team. And, And so we'll keep saying it over and over. We're not there yet. I'm not giving up on anybody. I think better days are still ahead. Hang in there, Clay. Totally. Better <laughs> days ahead. I think that there I think that there are there are better days ahead for Clay Thompson. But that was interesting last night. That was interesting last night because if Jordan Poole if he's going to find a different level because he's playing next to Steph and he can ease his way into games, it's like being a starting pitcher versus being a reliever. Some guys love it. Some guys can come in with runners on. Some guys need to be like, i got to find my curveball and work my way through, and if I give up a run in the first inning, that's okay. right? That, so it's a totally different thing. And I don't know how Jordan Poole, with this particular team, would be at his best. And I don't know what is best for the team as a whole. Right. But that was interesting last night. It was mildly they, interesting They haven't looked that good before, and I don't care that it was the Spurs because they played all kinds <laughs> of bad teams, and they've lost to most of them. Right, but that team in that spot, San Antonio, at the tail end of a road trip, and that's a good matchup for Golden State because I think Monte's right in terms of teams that have given them trouble on the road this year. They're teams that are fast, young, and athletic, and that's not San Antonio. And I know they've won a small handful of games the Spurs have this year. What, they've won as many games as Golden yeah, State I think has. they have the same record. Both teams okay. are 6-8. and eight, But that team yesterday, last night, looked slow and disinterested. And so, yes, that's a piece of data. Jordan Poole, on his bobble night, by the way, his bobblehead night. Yeah. So a little extra bounce in his step. He gets the start. It's a pool party and all the rest of it. I, for one, am not taking that as too much data. Now, to your point, if it happens again and Clay's going to sit either Houston or New Orleans, you would expect in a back-to-back scenario, if it is New Orleans, let's say Clay sits that game and Jordan Poole has 34 and you win on the road at New Orleans, well, now, to me, we've got some real data. Last night... I'm not really taking that as anything more than a team that was totally overmatched and pull out a nice game. You know how you keep a dynasty going? You know how we keep talking about how hard it is to do? 
There's sort of one example already in this city of how you keep a dynasty going. It was the San Francisco 49ers from 1982 to 1994. They kept it going for 12 years, and they actually switched, um, if you will. I know that not a lot of people uh, put Steve Young in the dynasty, the 49ers of the 80s, if you will, but... They were able to hand the baton from one grade to another and keep going and win another championship. And there's one thing that has always stuck with me, and you always, as a fan, you hate it at the time. You hate it in the moment. And we would hate it if in some way Clay Thompson's shine gets denigrated here at the end of his career or the back half of his career. You hated it at the time. But years later, you look back and go... I get it. Jerry Rice, Ronnie Lott, Roger Craig, Joe Montana, they've all got something in common. They all ended on a different team. They all had unemotional decisions made about them. In fact, there's a documentary on Joe Montana where you can learn all about why he's still mad at the 49ers today. And essentially, if I had to boil it down to one thing, why is Joe still mad? Because the Niners didn't have the respect that an all-time great deserves. Well, they got Steve Young and they won another Super Bowl because they didn't have a respect for an all-time great. I'm not here to be a champion of, ah, just blow off the people who've done good for you. That's not what I'm saying. But unemotional decisions do have to be made when you're a great team and you're trying to stay great. And the Warriors might have a few unemotional decisions to make this year. Does Klay Thompson's role lessen? Does James Wiseman and Jonathan Kaminga stay on this team? They might need to be traded. I, one of the reasons I think James Wiseman is heading to Santa Cruz is to hide him. You got to hide that guy right now because every day that he is on the pro roster... Every day is a bad day for his trade value because one of two things is going to happen. He's either going to come in the game and look like a baby giraffe or he's going to stay on the bench. He's going to get a little DNP next to his name. And both of them are bad for his brand and both of them are bad for his trade value. You have to be unemotional on some level when you're making these decisions if you want your team to still be good. You want to go on a victory lap and have that be the year? Go right ahead. But you're not going to have that end up in June basketball. It won't work. So this is not a good enough team right now. Unemotional decisions are going to have to be made at some point. Yeah, but these are totally different discussions, in my opinion, because you're talking about Clay Thompson and whether or not you should start him. That's a very minor discussion because it's ultimately more important on how many minutes does he play and is he a part of the finishing lineup? And if he's still in the starting lineup and you want to diminish his role and play him 24 to 26 minutes a night, that's a different story than have him come off the bench and if he still plays 34, 35 minutes when he's able to ramp all the way back up. Those two things are completely different in terms of his impact on the team. So if we're talking about not starting him or lessening his role, those are two different discussions. I don't think that either is going to happen at all. And now if Clay continues to struggle at this level and the team continues to lose, then maybe you take a look at that very thing. But the starting five as a unit is still the most productive, best unit in the entire league. So to me, it makes no sense to shake that up for your first eight minutes, seven, eight minutes of a ball game to change 
what is the best unit. You're going to start the game with the best unit in the sport. That, to me, makes too much sense to where you would change it. The James Wiseman thing, I, I think it's interesting what you say about you have to hide him because you're right about him being on the roster because he kind of stands out at 7-1, either in street clothes right. or, hey, why isn't that 7-1 guy playing? Meanwhile, Bob's calling teams. Hey, you guys want Wiseman? No. He looks good in a collared shirt. I'll tell you that. So the only way that this works is if he goes to Santa Cruz, plays, gets comfortable, and then comes back and is able to then join the rotation and look like the the top pick that he was. Uh, 888-957-9570. I'm with you, by the way. I'm with you. No, no one's benching Clay yet. No one's benching. But last night was interesting. It's very, very interesting. I put it at a 2.2 on a scale of 1 to uh, 10 as far as how interesting it was well, for me. I, I, I know. It, it was just, I, not even an eyebrow raiser. It was is, a, huh. You know what's fascinating yeah. to me, though? I'll tell you why it's interesting. Huh. This is fascinating to me. Uh-huh. And, uh, and, and certainly, if any, you, you want to bench Clay, you want to start Jordan, let's get into it. Uh, what do you see with with the, with all of the, the lineups and whatnot? Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. Thank you, Twitch and YouTube. Uh, appreciate you watching. Uh, hang with us for uh, for the morning. We really appreciate it, and you can text in as well. Same number eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy on the Xfinity mobile text line. I find it fascinating that a team would come into last night at five and eight, and we would all watch it and go, "There really have only been a handful of quarters this year." where they look like a good basketball team. And then they go out and blow someone out, kind of for the first time all year. Like, who have they blown out off the court? The Lakers a little bit on opening night. This is, nothing's been easy for this team. And Thank then, you, Zaza. And then they have an easy night. And, and we go, <laughs> but it, it was the Spurs. Wait, really? That's your answer? You're going back to... These are the Warriors of last year, and so they should just flick and dismiss the San Antonio Spurs. They haven't been able to do that to anybody. They have not won a road game yet. So, I, 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 like any NBA victory for this team right now, needs to be put under a microscope to figure out what exactly it was you did right and, and try to replicate that. Because what we saw last night, they haven't looked like that all year. Against anyone. Yeah, they, against the Lakers, they looked good. Sort of. And the you know, the but, Lakers were so bad. They and the missed Lakers every shot. Yeah. yeah, and last night, the Warriors were humming. They looked good. And Steve Kerr talked about it in the post game about how connected they were, how they defended without fouling. These are things that they haven't done at all. Offensively, Jordan Poole was interruption. But as Bonte said, when the starters went to the bench, or some of them at least, they were down by a point. So... It wasn't so much as they just blitzkrieged them early. Jordan Poole had a great game. Steph and Draymond were able to get copious amounts of rest. That was just one of those games where you were a lot better than San Antonio. That was a tough spot for the Spurs. Game one of a five-game road trip for San Antonio. Warriors were bloodthirsty for a win after the struggles they've had. That was a tough spot. So I'm more interested in how does it look against Phoenix in this next game? Can Jordan Poole, you know, if Jordan Poole likely going to the bench, Clay Thompson will be back by all measurements. Can Jordan Poole play like he did last night? Or is him coming off the bench so damaging to Jordan Poole that he's not going to be able to have that kind of game? 888-957-957 is the number. Wait a minute, Robin. uh, Robin wants to correct something. Joe Montana related. Hey, Robin, you're always welcome on this show. What's going on? What are you doing? I'm... I'm in full call, 
asking them when the hell they're gonna come up to the rest of the world, uh, rest of the world, and get out the pack. You still gotta use the card. And so uh, she told me they're not gonna do it because uh, it costs them money. Then I said, okay, what better answer than that? Re- reason than that? Hey, um, Willard. Yes. So, hey, Dan, how you doing, Daddy? Robin, what's going on with you today, Robin? He, he tired, Robin. That's what that's how Daddy's doing. He tired. He be, he be, Hey, hey, you gotta graduate to uh, to grad, granddad and grandma status, baby. I send them home when I get tired of. Yeah, it must be nice. Hey. Must be nice. Two a.m.s on the phone. I'll send him to your house next time, Robin. I'll I'll have baby Myla come no, see her auntie. I'll look in and shake. They be like, we don't want to go back to Auntie Robin's house. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, hey, Willard, I just, you're always spot on. Both you and Deb. But here's the thing by Joe. I wanted to call and let you know. There's one little detail you left off. Okay. And I don't think they really spotlight, spotlighted it on the, on the um, documentary. Joe was pissed because he wanted to go to a team that he wanted to. They tried to drop him off. That's why he got pissed at the white car. They tried to drop him off to some. I forgot the team, you know, some low contenders, you know, like sending him, you know, to to the Oilers or somebody at the time. You know what I'm saying? Well, I like I, I, Robin. I don't think you're wrong. I just think the anger for Joe started well before that. I, I don't 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 make any mistakes here. When you're Joe flipping Montana and they bring in another quarterback and start kind of tiptoeing around and maybe we should start him or we should use him for a, a, a you know a few plays here and there or Joe thinks he's healthy but no we're going with Steve that that anger started well before they started talking trade it based on the way I viewed it you hear what I'm saying yeah yeah I do agree with you and, and it was kind of mind-boggling to me that he did not um I uh, was upset with Washington with that, but I think in the end, and I think your point is well taken and 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 valid. Uh, but uh, in the end, Eddie DeBartolo uh, gave him, "You stay, but we're going to stay." He moved on because he knew it cheaper. He just knew that it would be disruptive. And I just wanted to add that I'm still mad at the damn 49ers for trading him. Before I let you guys go, I do want to make this point, James. I would like you to weigh in on this when I get kicked off the air. <laughs> Jordan Poole. I think people have. Not you guys, our fans, they have unrealistic expectations of him. I expect him at some point, I mean, you know, to be consistent in maintaining the level of play that he has uh, earned and that he, I mean, that he has worked for and that he got paid for. But he also is still developing. Can he reach to the next flight? So I think people view him as he has arrived or to fit the narrative, they'll bound him and say, he's not all that great. He doesn't play great defense. Let's not forget that Jordan Poole is still developing. I trust that you guys will <laughs> point that out. Yeah, yeah, Robin, yeah Robin, and it's consistency, Robin, and it's also the defensive end, as you're saying. It's it's nice to have a game like last night, 13 of 20 from the floor, 36 points, a plus 33. That was a cakewalk for all of them. So now Jordan Poole to really be a superstar. You don't have to be on the Steph Curry level, but to be a real elite player in the NBA, you got to have these nights more often than once, not once in a blue moon, but no, once every it, now and again. It, it, like, Consistency. No, we, we don't. We don't. We don't know what we're going to get from Jordan Poole. Yeah, true. I mean, look, I know it's not yet this year, but he's going to make $35 million a year. Woo! 
There's a there's a reason you pay someone that. It's not you to, don't owe Jordan Poole. It's not to perform. You actually, owe Jordan Poole. You actually do owe Jordan Poole. Well, they owe Quite Jordan Poole. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Jordan Poole is going to be expected to do that more than 35 times a year. You you, you got to do that most nights for $35 million a year. I love the word you're using. It's consistency. Here's his last seven games, Mark. Just points. Yeah, and go we, for it. we can go inside the numbers. This is back to Miami. He had nine. Then he had 11. Then he had 20. Then he had two. <laughs> Followed by 18, 18, and 36. Two? He had a deuce. Remember that deuce against Sacramento? He, he dropped a deuce. 28. <laughs> Thank you. That's a four. Yeah, team did. <laughs> well, they beat Sacramento. He played 21 minutes and 49 seconds, yeah. and he scored two points. Last night, 29 minutes, and he had 36. So that's the consistency. Right. Over the last four He's, games, two, 18, 18, 36. Same thing we saw He's in the playoffs. He's averaging play 18 a night. It's the same thing we saw <laughs> right. in the playoffs last year, right? He I mean, was unpoolable Sometimes. Yes. And I like unclayable better. Yeah. Obviously. And also undrayable. Yeah, yeah, he those, was undrayable for a while. But <laughs> unpoolable. Yeah, but it doesn't work as well. But anyway. <laughs> the consistency. He had really good nights. And then suddenly it was like, oh my gosh, Boston completely took him out of the game right. or whatever. And so Robin's right. He he is still a developing player. Um at, at, at the same time. If you're gonna get that bag, if it's gonna be money time, oh, it is, and you gotta be right. You gotta perform. You break that down. Thirty-five million dollars. What's what's? I mean, four. Well, next year he's only four. making twenty-eight-seven. Okay, fine. Twenty-eight-seven. Then like, thirty-point-nine. Then thirty-three-one. Then thirty-five. Very three. quick math, just loosely here. At twenty-eight-five, what's he making? Three hundred fifty thousand dollars per game. Assuming he plays all eighty-two, which he plays a lot. I'm not paying, playing for two points. Okay, three hundred fifty thousand dollars for two points. You're there to put on a show. I wonder. And you're Mark, there to if, do it every time you you suit up. If they put you in a uniform and they gave you as many minutes as you could possibly handle in one NBA game, but the only stipulation was you need to get two points to get four hundred grand. Could you do it? Could I do it? Could you do it? No. You couldn't not, get a not, bucket or not right now. Two foul shots. I think it's San Jose Steve, our one of our very very uh, faithful YouTubers, keeps looking at me like, look, look, look. He keeps looking at me doing the shoulder. He's like, is Willard going to be on the Doc Pandia injury report tomorrow with Coming that shoulder? Yeah, you damn right he is. I me. don't think I could shoot a basketball right now. I can't even throw the damn Nerf ball at the park more than about fifteen yards. I love the young people. Thank you. Thank you're you gonna much. get there, Spadoni. Yeah. I hope I'm still alive when you're old, Spadone. My back feels great though. Thank you for asking. Good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven. All you need to do is score two points. I mean, I could try. Like you damn well better believe I'd shoot on every. <laughs> well, especially, and I guess part of this every possession. Part of this wild hypothetical is that your teammates would like be trying to empower you to get those two points. Feed so, that man. If there's a T on Popovich, let's go to Willard. Let's go to Mark. I could shoot a free throw because nobody could you can hit two, though. Yeah, oh yeah, I could shoot a free throw. I could shoot a free throw. I just can't jump. Four hundred anyway. grand. You just need two points. <laughs> Let's go to Mark. <laughs> Thank can you, you. Can you imagine you make the first one and that second one just rattles in oh. and out? I mean, just. Uh, what's up next <laughs> on the game? Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Let's go. Okay, James Wiseman to the G League. Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson. How would you work it out in the lineup? We've got power rankings on the 49ers. Plus, last night's Monday Night Football game was not 
necessarily the thing you thought it was, Slates. Anthony Slater's going to join us in about 35 minutes. Glad you're with us. Hang out for a while. It's Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.